All right, so imagine you started a new job, right? And they set out everything for you. They're like, here's how much you're going to pay. Here's your benefits package. And you start your job only to find out that this is the allotted amount of PTO that you are given. And like when I heard this number, it honestly, it made me cringe. But I don't know if this is normal. <laughs> I don't think she thinks this is normal. But I don't know if what we have here in front of us today is actually a PTO problem that you can help decide today on the show. Welcome, by the way. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yeah, we're getting close to our 500th episode of Certified Mama's Boy. So thank you for that. We're a podcast that's based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Where is all the crap that we had to have in high school? Does anybody know where their stuff is anymore? It's uh, high school graduation season. How did I come up with this idea today? I was thinking about... um, Oh, I was thinking about class rings. Something came up about class rings. Oh, and boy. <laughs> I was thinking about what an importance that had on our life back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. Like, my God, you had to have a class ring. And if oh, you yeah. didn't have a class ring, like what kind of piece of trash mm-hmm. were you? You know, right. it was yeah. such like a, like, remember, I mean, people spent like thousands of dollars <laughs> on these things, right? Thousands? I, I maybe not thousands, but hundreds, at least hundreds of dollars. Yeah, they were like 150 bucks. Some were, but some, I, if I remember correctly, and you have to keep in mind, this was, you know, back in the, the Stone Age, basically, when I got mine. <laughs> but I remember that some of them were a couple hundred bucks uh, if you really got some fancy ones, you know? Well, yeah, you could. They, you could, they made them look like damn Super Bowl rings, some of them. Yeah, like you, you had exactly. accomplished something. <laughs> like you had accomplished <laughs> something astronomical by just doing something you were required to do by the state, which is past <laughs> high school. You know, like what? How about Letterman jackets? Same thing, you know? Like oh, I had, yeah. had to have a Letterman jacket. Now, I did yeah. I did not have one, but I know that like it was how cool were you when you actually got your your Letterman jacket? You could show it off to everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. And obviously I lived in mm-hmm. Georgia where it was hot and humid. And <laughs> so it'd be May, it'd be, you know, 90 <laughs> degrees outside for graduation. People would just be rocking those things. Wearing them, <laughs> and then even down to like yearbooks, you know, like yeah. getting a yearbook every year was super important. You had to have oh, that. Oh, it's so expensive. It all costs your friends, so yeah. I don't, much. I don't know how y'all. I don't know how y'all afford. I don't. Again, this is when I go into like, how do y'all have kids? I don't know how you do it. I honestly, this is like another one of those examples. Like, how do you have kids? Because it's like absurdly crazy to me that mm-hmm. y'all can afford to do all this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But I was thinking about class rings. I don't. Why did I think about class? I don't remember why. Something popped up about class rings today, and uh, I was thinking I have no idea. I literally have. I could not even tell you where my 2002 Norcross <laughs> High School class ring was with the blue little um, fake gem, <laughs> little sapphire, damn, uh-huh. uh, tell it not tell it, tubby, tr- uh, treasure troll um, <laughs> stone. <laughs> Same ones they used to make. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you. I could not tell you where in the world that thing is. Mom, do you have any idea where my class ring is? None. None. Where is all that stuff now? Does I may anybody, have it though. Do I, I'm sure you. I, I mean, I have your, I have your graduation certificate and all that stuff. I, yeah, I probably have it in a box. Tell me what that feels like though, senior year from the parental ex- perspective. Because a lot of y'all, 
most people that listen to this podcast, I say if I had to summarize the person that listens to this podcast, it's parents, young parents with one or two kids that are probably elementary or middle school. So a lot of y'all don't have high school or some of y'all do, but I would say mm-hmm. that'd be the majority of people listening to this podcast. So mm-hmm. y'all aren't quite there yet, but mm-hmm. what does that feel like senior year when your kid comes to you and like, I gotta have this, I gotta have that. I gotta do this. I need to, I like, like all this a stuff. Lot. You just keep writing the checks. Oh God. And I mean, a lot of people can't afford it. I mean, I feel bad for those kids and for those parents because as you said, it's so much pressure. Yeah, you have to have it. So like, much what kind pressure. Of piece of garbage are you if you don't have a damn ring mm-hmm. to wear? I don't know if I, I don't know. even honestly I know if I wore that ring one time. Now yeah. I remember I remember we didn't order I think we ordered the absolute cheapest one possible. Yeah, if I think I, it was just a standard, but it was yeah. still like 150 bucks. Oh yeah. But I remember it being because I remember thinking like I'm not gonna wear like where, where are you gonna wear that? You're not gonna wear if you wear it in college you're gonna get beat up. So like <laughs> what? That's not an option. You so wear like, it on the day of graduation, then that's it. Then you lose it. So like yeah, where do you? So where do you wear that? Like where? Do, what are you supposed to do with it? You're not gonna wear it like it's a damn Heisman Trophy damn Super Bowl ring. <laughs> Super Bowl ring. And then I even I even argue you got a college ring. I bet you don't wear that either. So yeah. like, where is all this stuff? So we, mom, do we know where my do we know where my cl- my ring is? Not for Any sure. Idea? Not for sure. Okay. But I know I still have your cap and gown. Okay. That's crazy. Like, why do I still have that? Do yeah. Well, you're, like, you're never well, going to wear that again. No, but I will say that and might your cord. be. You know, your core. That might be something cool that mm. I look back on one of these mm. days. I don't know. Because how much does that cost? How much does a cap and gown even cost? I can't remember now, but it was a lot. Did you wear for like all of, you know, an hour. Right. Um, if you, um, uh, what about my, do you know where my letter is? Now, I know that I didn't get, I did letter because I did a, I, was, I got a letter in theater. Uh-huh. Which, what am I going to do? Wear that in college? Get my ass beat immediately. Um, in South Georgia, can you imagine me going to Georgia Southern wearing my letter? And you had jacket? no desire to have a jacket. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really want one. No, I didn't you really did want not want one. one. But how much uh-uh. did those cost? That those had to be expensive as hell. Oh, two hundred and fifty. <laughs> okay, so add Something that up. Something like that, because Maggie had one, of course. And where? Yeah, Maggie was all about all that stuff. Uh, yeah. and where do you know where, do you know where Maggie's Letterman jacket is now? Oh in, no, no I clue, have no idea. What about uh-uh. my yearbooks? Did you hold on to my yearbooks? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have those. Any like, do you know where though? Yeah, they're up in the storage room. Okay, so one day when we're cleaning yeah. out your house, <laughs> I'll be like, look, there I am <laughs> yeah. in high school. That'd be fun exactly. to look at for about thirty minutes. So thank you for holding on to that. <laughs> okay. See, honestly, like, I want to know where all this stuff is. Do you on it? Think about that for a second, and I want you to call us. I want you to comment. I want you to text <laughs> or do what you're going to do. But like, do you honestly have any idea that stuff you had to have senior year? Do you literally have any idea? Or any of that stuff is like any clue. Cause I bet you don't. And you owe your parents an apology because they spent all that hard earned money and you don't give a damn about it now. You don't. You is just, that what this is about? Are you apologizing to well, me? Yeah, a little bit. I feel bad about it now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, there's no way we would not have done that for you. No, of course not. And the I would say pressure's most, too much. Most people's parents it's listening all peer probably pressure. the same way. It's you know? all peer pressure. Yeah. yeah. There'd be no way. How how left out would you feel if you didn't have a damn class ring? You know? Oh, yeah. No, no, <laughs> To no. wear for no. two months. 
<laughs> and then never put it on ever again. No, and lose it immediately. Uh, I really, I don't know why I'm so curious about this. If people actually keep up with that stuff, some people may have it with them still. I don't know. Maybe y'all kept it, but I doubt it. I doubt you did. I have my high school ring. Do you? Yeah. Uh, where? What do you do with it? I just leave it in my jewelry box. I bet you do. Your parents spend so much money on it. I feel bad now. I wish I knew where mine was. If you find it, send it to me. I'm going to put it on. I'm going to put it on a damn chain and wear it on my neck or something. Melt <laughs> I it think down. they actually. I think they actually gave me one with some. I got a different kind of stone. I got a jacked up stone in mine. Mm. I can't remember. I think it was an ice sapphire. I can um, instead of a regular sapphire or something. It was a little bit special. I can add it to my collection of rings and my. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in my uh, dresser that I don't wear anymore. Uh, one, my wedding ring. Uh, two, my, my high school <laughs> ring. I don't have any rings on right now. Zero rings. Back to zero. Take that stuff down and have it melted down for the gold. Get some money for it. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like <laughs> bad luck. I'm just going to leave it sitting there. You know, that's what people did for Joel when he was leaving. They brought all their to, wedding rings. For everyone and gold. listening that has no idea oh, who Joel sorry. is, which is going to yes. be ninety nine percent of people, you're probably going to have to yes, explain. Yes, true. That. So Joel was the rector, the priest at our church, and um, when he retired, members brought in all their old rings and gold jewelry and all that, and had it melted down and made into a beautiful cross for him. That's nice. That's a lovely gift. That's uh, yeah, really yeah, that's super nice. That's yeah, super super nice. Yeah. Well, I will. Uh, I will. If you find my class ring, you can melt it down and give it to Joel. You can go put it on his grave. <laughs> that can be his gift. I'm not doing anything with it. So no, I'm pretty sure I had it though. You know me. I'm sure. I'm honestly kind of worried that you booked us a janky hotel in New York. <laughs> oh, and Dramaggy's got me a little paranoid about this. Um, <laughs> my mom and I are going to New York next week for a little mother son birthday getaway. And we're excited because we're going to see a bunch of shows and just enjoy time together. We haven't really, you got to keep in mind, I haven't seen my mom since. Um, really. Well, yeah, but that doesn't really count. It was like literally oh. a day and like it was just Christmas. Yeah. Like We didn't really get a chance to like really spend much time together. No. It's like a family. Since, like since you, the you fall were, of last year. Yeah, it's been a long time. That's what I mean. Almost, yeah. we're getting close to a year. Yeah. Which is just kind of dumb, stupid, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I asked, um, so I, I told my mom, Hey, cause we usually spend time around my birthday together. I said, why don't we, instead of coming to Baltimore the whole time for two weekends, why don't we go to New York? I'll meet you in New York for the weekend and then we'll come back down here after that. So that's Memorial day weekend for us. Mm-hmm. And so we, you know, first, if you were listening, a, a long time listener to this podcast, you know, she volunteered to pay for the whole, whole entire hotel. Mm-hmm. And I said, I felt weird about that because I'm a damn almost 39 year old man <laughs> and you already paid for my class ring. So that was probably the equivalent of five nights in New York. Um, so <laughs> maybe I should melt that down and pay for half the trip. Um, I, yeah. Now I want you to buy my airfare. Yeah. See, now you think about it, it's kind of ridiculous. So the deal that we made was I will buy, I'll, I'll buy the show tickets and then she is going to pay for the hotel. Well, I don't know. We had a family call. We have, we do a family call every Sunday at 9 a.m. And for some reason, Dramaggy brought up the fact that possibly my mom booked a really janky hotel. And I'm like, wait a minute. Because I didn't, honestly, y'all know me. I'm moving a million miles a minute. Like, and I'm also not a detail oriented person. I'm very top line. Like, let's just get things done. I don't have time to get into the details. Mm-hmm. Like, when I book a hotel, this is what I do. I go on the website. If it's got like, I usually go for the best 
value, not the cheapest, but like the best value. So I'll like get the probably the cheapest four star hotel that I can find, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't want to stay like I don't want to stay anywhere like super janky, but I don't want to pay a lot. So I want like the best value of hotel that I can find. So I'll do that, mm-hmm. and then I'll look at like maybe the first three reviews, and then within like two minutes I book it because I just don't. I, that's it. All right. So my mom though. Uh, I don't know the the process you went into actually booking this hotel, but why are we afraid now it's going to be a janky hotel? Well, okay. So it's with points on my credit card. And so you have a select number of hotel rooms you can, uh, hotels you can choose from. You can't just choose any, any hotel in Manhattan. So I chose this one because it had four stars on on their website. Let's do it. Four stars is good, right? Yeah, real good. And it sounded good. You know, everything looked great. And it was fairly and expensive, then, was it not? Yeah. Yeah. It cost a, a lot of points. What, 200 or 300 bucks a night or something like that? Like like cash value? Yeah. It's at least, yeah, it's at least two. I mean, fairly expensive. I mean, in New York, yeah. hotels are all fairly expensive. Like the one I stayed in in December – uh, it was oh, it was like it's just everything's so old. You got to keep mind everything's so old there, right? So mm-hmm. even like the unless you're staying at like the Ritz Carlton or like you know one of those really fancy swanky ones, most of them are right. most of the ones I've stayed in New York. There's only been a couple. Um, I've been okay, and they're very tiny. Everything's very tiny mm-hmm. in New York, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, continue, Mom. Sorry. So all things considered, this one looked this one looked good, right? Yeah. It's it, it was built in 1962. It's Art Deco. It's got marble floors. It's got a lot of architectural interest to it, and it had four stars on on the Merrill. We use Merrill Lynch on the Merrill uh, website. Yeah. So I thought that was great. Then Maggie went to Yelp. On Yelp, it got three stars. No oh boy. And the problem was because people had had said that there was mold in their room, and that the rooms were dirty. Uh-uh. No, not having that. Not everyone said that, but several people commented <laughs> on the on the cleanliness of the place, right? Oh boy, yeah. So, so my mom took it in, you know, she I think she's trying to take a page from the Jimmy Mac book and she uh, <laughs> she's <laughs> not going to settle for an unclean room. So what did you do today? Well, I made a call to the manager, which of course was a voicemail. And then I turned around and I sent an email because there was an email on the website. And I wrote them and I said, my son and I have a reservation for five nights beginning on May 26th. We may arrive after 6 p.m. Please hold for late arrival. I am concerned about the reviews on Yelp of rooms that were not clean and had mold. I have asthma and am allergic to mold and dust. Can you please ensure a clean room for us? Then, also, do you provide an iron ironing board and hair dryers? Mm-hmm. I look forward to your response. Thank you. So this did you get I a got. response back? Yeah. Okay. From, What'd they say? Because I'm sure from, the manager uh-huh. took this no. into the highest of concern. Of course. This Wouldn't is from <laughs> the reservations desk. Yeah, of course. Of course. What, what, chain, what chain is this? It's a chain, it's right? Not, it's No, it's not a chain. It's, oh. Man, it's the Manhattan at Times Square. Okay. So I get a reply back from Reservations MTS. Good day. Thanks for contacting the Manhattan at Times Square Hotel. I went ahead and made a note on your reservation regarding your concerns. We do have an iron with an ironing board and a hair dryer. Thanks. 
<laughs> and then it and then it goes into their you know their liability claim their disclaimer you know of emails. So not even a name, right? I don't even right, have a name. right. So I'm yeah. going to call yet once again every day <laughs> until I speak to a human <laughs> being, and I'm going to get their name, and I want them to tell me that we will not have a room that is dirty and has mold <laughs> in it. That'd be terrible, wouldn't it? This is not a dig on you at all. It's just so funny because this is who. Oh, you know, I was talking. I, I won't. I won't. I won't out this person for this. Um, but. I was talking to a friend of mine about how it's so funny when you uh, become older, older person, we'll say post-retirement. Mm. Oh, here like, we go. Well, no, I'm just saying when you become older, there's just, there's so few things for you to worry about. You know what I mean? That like, uh-huh. this will be the biggest concern in the Yancey household for the next week and a half. <laughs> I guarantee you, my parents will sit down every night at dinner and be like, did you hear back from that hotel yet about this mold situation? Like, no, we will not. You make us sound so bad. No, it's everybody. No, it's, I promise not. you, as you just get older, I swear to you, it's like you're, oh, you have geez. fewer things to worry about. So like uh-uh. the mold of the hotel is going to well, be a you big notice concern. I didn't get you notice i didn't get jimmy mac involved and i would not will I. just can we not no yeah no because just, then i could not show my face in that hotel no of course not he'll uh-uh. be calling up their cousin it's just it's yeah not. right uh-uh. well worst <laughs> case scenario you know we can always go somewhere else but i just when maggie said no. i don't know so we'll we'll keep you posted well, now, maggie goes why don't you stay like at the courtyard of the hilton or someplace like that well they don't offer those places on on our points <laughs> because we're trying to be cheaper Right. I'm trying to use my, my points. Do you know who you're dealing with? Come on. It's the Yancey family. It's what we do. There's always a deal somewhere. You know what I mean? And those hotels, were, they are much cheaper dollar-wise. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Anyway, I think it'll be fun staying in town. and Yeah, it will be. As long as we don't die of mold. I mean, between my Lyme disease now and, uh, <laughs> you know, your uh, – now, now, now your – paranoia with your asthma this is going to be an interesting trip and now and now you you also said the water was brown but now Last i found time, out they yeah. do have water machines in in the hotel the hotel i stayed at y'all it was so weird i it was a weird hotel it was like trying to be swanky but like not very good i guess and uh-huh. so the bathroom it had like a mirrored uh, mirror tile on it to kind of make it look, almost like a disco ball or something behind it. And, um, so the shower was also the bathtub and almost think of it like a round bathtub. And then there was like a, uh, just like an arm that shot out of the wall. It's like a regular like shower head. And it was really, it was bizarre, but so, but the water like stayed in the tub because it was a tub, you know what I mean? So mm. like all of a sudden I looked down, I was like, did I pee? Did I pee in the tub? I don't remember. <laughs> Peeing in the tub and all of the um, the caulk around the tub had turned yellow. And oh, I was like, gosh. then I realized, I'm like, wait, that's just the color of the water. That's literally, <laughs> I did not uh-uh. pee. That's just literally no, the color of the water. No, I'm not washing my body in brown, dirty water. I don't know if we have a choice in New York. I think that's um, kind of the thing, which makes sure you don't have any kind of open sores because that's Where really going to be the bigger that? concern. Of course, um, when I went, I stayed with a friend. I didn't have to stay at a hotel. It's a uh, it's an interesting city. So I mean, mm. we'll keep you posted on the trip as we get uh, as we get closer, and keep us yeah. posted too, Mom, because I'm sure that's um, that uh, <laughs> the mold watch is going to be uh, <laughs> of high concern to the Manhattan. I'll let hotel. you know tomorrow how the call goes. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we'll be calling every day, won't we? <laughs> uh huh. Um, every day. I'm not right, having a moldy, dirty room. No. Let's do our quote for today, Mom. Okay, it's from the wonderful Sharon Salzberg. And if anyone wants to learn 
about mindfulness, please just check out Sharon Salzberg. She's like the master of, um, of mindfulness and meditation. She's so wonderful. But this is her quote. Patience doesn't mean making a pact with the devil of denial, ignoring our emotions and aspirations. It means being wholeheartedly engaged in the process that's unfolding rather than ripping open a budding flower or demanding a caterpillar hurry up and get that chrysalis stage over with. Like you just can't rush these things. You know, nature nature takes its course. You know, the universe takes its course. God has a plan and we just have to wait for the unveiling of it and be patient with Ugh. it. So frustrating though, isn't it? Oh no, it's so frustrating. But but I mean, you can't you can't force the process. Yeah. Is really what she's saying. You just have to wholeheartedly engage in it and be with it. Be okay with it taking time. And of course, you know, like I said, she's such an expert on mindfulness and meditation. Um, but that's, you know, that's what it's about, getting out of your head and trying to just be with what is right now I, in this present moment. I've been thinking a lot. Last couple of weeks, uh, I've been thinking about uh, one of my favorite people who listens to this podcast. Uh, it's funny because I I really feel like I'm friends with a lot of y'all. I don't know if that's oh, weird for yeah, y'all. Yeah, I, I know. I feel close to everyone too. Uh, even though most of you have never actually met in real life, we communicate so much either through this podcast or through social media. Some of you I've met, but not not I would say 90% of you have probably ne- never met in real life. Between the radio shows and the podcast and social media, I just feel like we've really – We've shared a lot of life together. So, I mean, some of y'all have been listening hmm. to me for 10 years, you know? So yes. um, we've shared a lot of life together and I feel very connected to you. And so there was one, one person to listen to this podcast is a newer person to our end, into my life. And she, uh, we usually talked a lot on social media and she's been kind of quiet and I've been thinking about her. I just, I, I don't know. I just took me forever to finally message her. I was asking how she was and she's entered into a new phase of her life. I won't give too many details, but she's recently retired. And I was asking, you know, how are you, you know, how are things going? And Mm -hmm. she was saying that she's having a hard time finding her kind of like her new role in life. And I can Mm -hmm. only imagine like what that feels like only because I've, you know, I, I know the, the weirdness of waking up the next day and not having a job. I've been through that a couple of different times now, even either mm-hmm. my choice or because I was let go or the station flip formats or whatever. And it's yes. a really weird feeling. It's a it really is. weird feeling. Mom, I know that you can speak to it. Yes. And it's funny because when I look at someone like that or I look at you, mom, I'm like, obviously for me, it's just so much easier to give advice and take advice. Right. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, obviously this is just a chapter and, Every day is going to get a little bit better in your new, you know, your new footing. And mm-hmm. it's just kind of some words of advice I gave back to her. But then I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, y'all, I'm doing the same damn thing over here. And I, I don't <laughs> see that. I'm like, my life is terrible right now. Personally, you know, it depends around it. But like, my life is awful. Like, I'm so uncomfortable in my, my new skin. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to get better. <laughs> um, but it's true. Like, we don't, God, we don't know. Like, we don't know. We don't know what's being planned for us. We just don't know what's coming down the pike. We just have to take good care of ourselves and be ready to handle it, no matter if it's good or it's bad. 
Well, think about all the other changes that you've been through in life, Mom. You remember like the first day you came home from the hospital with with Brian, my, my oh, older brother. Gosh, like, yeah, that was a change. With all of you, every well, time you come home with a new baby. But I'm guessing the first, especially the first one, you're probably like, yes. what? Yeah, F is this? <laughs> like, I can't imagine. I can't yeah. imagine. That gives me so much anxiety to think about. Of like, what it's like when all of a sudden you like you like come home and it's like, wait, what? Okay. You know, here like, we are, honey. Yeah, here's like, your house, and now you're a mom. Here's like, what? But somehow you figured it out. Somehow it got okay. Doing. I mean, y'all. Like, I remember. I remember all these things. Like, as much as I feel uncomfortable in Baltimore right now, I felt extremely uncomfortable in San Diego for the first probably six months to a year. And the only yeah. thing that made it feel less uncomfortable, well, a couple of different things. Number one, it wasn't a pandemic. So I kind of hopped right into. No, true. Uh, and I had a lot more coworkers before too. Uh, and most of the yes. situations that I worked at where Jess and I, that's the, that's the biggest disadvantage that Jess and I have is that we right. work exclusively together and neither right. of us know what the F's going on around here, <laughs> you know? yeah. which is good because we work really well together, but yeah. neither of us can be like, Hey, you should meet this person or, Hey, you should meet that person. Or have you checked out right. this place? We're both like, what'd you do this weekend? Uh, I went to some part of town. I don't even really know where it was, what we're doing, <laughs> but it was, a. uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, so, that's a really bad thing about this pandemic. It's really split us apart in so many ways. It's tough, man. It's tough, but yeah. it, you got to keep in mind, like we all go through whatever changes and it all felt weird and uncomfortable, but somehow we all figured it out. So I get it. If you're going through a change right now, and most likely you are in of some sort, I feel like the pandemic really shook shit up, but like mm-hmm. you're, it just, ta- it just takes time and it's hard and it sucks and it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And, and now we're it. trying to find yet another new normal. Yeah. What is it like right. post? What does it even mean? What does any of this mean? I don't even know. Uh, this I is mean, a, t- oh, sorry. It's crazy. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was gonna say, this is a really great transition into better help. Uh, this podcast mm-hmm. is and this is not the reason we brought this quote up, but I thought it does. Uh, BetterHelp, honestly, for me, it's uh, the spot. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp today, and it has been a big help in trying to help sort out all these feelings. I feel like we get stuck, at least I did, and like all these th- feelings, thoughts, and you feel so alone. Ooh, speaking of which, um, next week, I think I'm going to do this on the podcast and on social media. Tell me what you think about this, mom. Um, I have a friend that's on a like a spiritual retreat right now and she basically went by herself. She's in Costa Rica and she we talked today and she was saying that she is meeting so many different people with so many different stories. And she said, well, you Mm. know, what's really interesting to me is that like everyone's struggling with something Mm. like everyone's life seems so perfect from the outside. But when you really like get down to people's stories. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's struggling with something. I think next week on the podcast and on the, my mm-hmm. social media, I want to do like struggle transparency week and mm. people can anonymously tell us like what they're struggling with because mm. I think that like that, she said like for me, that was so eye opening, and I'm like, damn, that mm-hmm. is true. Like we don't yeah. really take the time to talk about what we're struggling with. Mm-hmm. And if we could dedicate like a week to that, just a little bit, not, we're not going to come on here and spend, you know, and 30 we don't typically day. share it either. No, we don't share it. So to share it anonymously would be helpful. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to do that next week. Anyway, I know that there's just a lot of things, man. Life's, life's tough. They didn't teach it us is. this, man. This is going to be easy. Mm-mm. Y'all thought we were going to have to learn algebra and stuff. That was going to be the hardest <laughs> thing in life. You know, like the, the <laughs> Pythagorean theorem was going to be the hardest <laughs> thing in your life trying to figure that out. But. <laughs> life's just challenging, man. It's, it really is. It is a battle every day. And if you're struggling with life right now, or if you ever do, hopefully you'll consider 
um, BetterHelp Online Therapy. And I know that this is a paid commercial, but I would I recommend this to even my friends. And I would recommend this to you as well. BetterHelp is online therapy that you can do on the phone. You can do it with um, video chat or just a chat session. But you don't have to see anybody on the camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Certified Mama's Boy. Listeners get 10% off their first month by going to BetterHelp.com slash Kramer. It is B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. All right. Um, just a second away, and we're going to do our mom. Ask, what's it called? ask my mom. <laughs> Mom. What is mom doing we're next? Do, we're going to do mom. You know, I've got a lot going on yeah, with a lot this of bits, podcast mom. now. Yeah, a lot of bits. I know. What in the world? Text messages, Sunday shows. <laughs> How did I get into all this? I don't know. <laughs> um, so, certified fans, thank you so much for supporting our podcast. Really appreciate it. These are people that can pay, not pay, but they help the show with $6 mm-hmm. a month. And mom, tell them the benefits that they get. Because honest to God, y'all, like we get... Two weeks officially, and I need three people to join, or we're going to not be on, <laughs> not in good standings for this month. I projected that we would get about three people a month to be able to keep up with the budget, and so I budgeted for three people a month to join. Um, and we've had zero people in May, so I hope you'll listen Uh-oh. and listen to the benefits that you're going to get. Not only supporting one of your maybe you hope, a pot, and I'm going to say, say your favorite podcast presumptuously, mm-hmm. but a podcast that maybe you enjoy mm-hmm. and uh, it would really, really be helpful. So here's the benefits though for my mom as she uh, tells you what you get when you become a certified fan. Yeah. You get discounts on merch. You uh, join our Facebook fan page, which is so much fun. That's how we get to know each other so well is really on that page. It's, it's delightful. Um, you get a shout out on a show, which we're going to do now. You get uh, mama text and you get um, what else? I just mm, lost it. Bonus episodes, certain times, um, discounts on merch, um, bonus mama text, shout outs on shows. I mean, that's pretty much that's it. If you just want to text the word fans, F A N S, yeah. text the word fans to 888 Kramer 8, it will lay out all the benefits from you for being a certified fan. Uh, obviously, the show is always free, but it's just a super big support, and we need three people this month. So mm-hmm. please consider it. Um, nobody knew, so we spin the wheel of certified fans. Can you hear that? Yeah. I can. Um, to figure out who we're dedicating today's show to, and it is certified fan 351. Certified fan number 351 is our fan of the day. And thank you, by the way, to Mm. you, (laughs) as I scroll (laughs) down the list, to you, to 351, who is... Uh, Narissa, our friend Narissa, Narissa C. Oh, great. Narissa C, who is from, where are you from? Chula Vista, I thought so. Chula Vista, California, Narissa. Man, Narissa has been, been, a, mm. been a supporter for a long time now, man. I'm super thankful She's for Narissa. She's awesome. She's been around, gosh, since my early, she's probably one of my bigger supporters since uh, early days of Channel 933 yeah. in San Diego. She hopped yeah. on super early and supported me. I appreciate that. When nobody else did, she did. So <laughs> I see that and I appreciate She's it. You're hanging in there with you. One of the first ones come over the podcast and support too. You're just, a, you know, you're just a supportive person. And I appreciate yeah. that. We need more Narissa's yeah. in this world, right? We so, do. Narissa, you're the certified fan of the day. Thank you so much for your support. Love you. And uh, this is your bonus whoop whoop. Yes. Whoop whoop to Narissa C from California. We're so grateful for you. Thank yes. you. Text the word fans if you want to support. F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Thank you so much. Love you. 
All right. We're going to do Ask My Mom. This is an advice segment that we do Tuesdays, Thursdays. If you ever have a dilemma that you need talked out, I think it's kind of got to be kind of cool to hear your dilemma spoken about mm-hmm. on the outside point of view. Um, because sometimes it was in your head. It seems so big. Yeah. But sometimes when you hear it from the outside, that's why I, I actually had somebody. We do a similar segment on the radio show called Group Therapy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I had somebody message me about a month ago saying it was it was really unique to be able to hear from the outside point of view my perspective or my situation because I felt like mm-hmm. it wasn't so attached to it. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, it's almost like uh, hearing different perspectives that aren't just the voices in your head. If you ever feel like you're stuck right. in a situation, you can always go to the website, submit your story at certifiedmamasboy.com, and we'll, uh, we'll talk it out. Really quick update, though. Remember last week we had the woman that was um, – saying that she found out that her husband had possibly lied about deployment. Oh, yes. That was crazy, right? Um, yes. And, you know, we were saying when we read the email that like it didn't make a lot of sense because right. she was like my boyfriend and she said then boyfriend she said one part and she said husband. Mm-hmm. So she responded back to that email that, that she had sent originally because I guess she obviously listened to it. And mm-hmm. she wanted to clarify it was her husband. She said okay. she was just really upset <laughs> what she was typing. And so she probably Aww. just screwed it up. Um, mm-hmm. And number two is that this is, it's like really bothering her. So she's going to bring it up. I think they have therapy tomorrow. Wait, mm-hmm. do you hear the fan, damn fan going on my computer again? Do you hear no. that? Mm-mm. Oh, it's so loud. Um, when they're going to bring it up, she's going to bring it up to him in therapy this week because oh, great. she just can't live with what's happening. Like she just can't yeah. wonder. There's just too many things going on that she's like feeling stressed out, overwhelmed by it. So yes. that's, that's, that's great. Like do Perfect. that because that's going to drive you nuts. Yes. Until you figure it out. She said she'd give me an update. So when she gives me the update with how therapy goes, I'll keep you posted on that as well. Perfect. Uh, I love it when people reply. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Now, let's go ahead and get into our uh, our newest dilemma for this week. Mom, what's happening? Okay. Hey, Kramer and Mama Nancy. I started a new job about two months ago. Before accepting the position, I verified pay, my job duties, vacation time, sick time, etc. Myself and all my coworkers were told that we have a week PTO after 90 days employment. We are now being told We only have three vacation days a year, effective April 1. HR claims it has changed for everyone. Nobody was notified until a co-worker tried to take a week vacation. (sighs) We have been told we can discuss this with the owner when she's in town in two weeks. After hearing this, we are all upset for obvious reasons. I turned down four other positions for this job and wouldn't have if I had been told there ha- there are only three vacation days a year. Am I overreacting by immediately reaching out and applying for different jobs? I feel that if they hid this from us, who knows what else they could be hiding and trying, trying to pull. Well, no joke. That's terrible. That is terrible. I think I might go back to those other four positions and see if they were still open. Oh, dear. I don't know if I would want to work there. Nobody wants to work for three days vacation yeah, a what year. The fuck? Like, 
That's yeah. so bad. If this was, I mean, t- a week t- is bad. That's only five days technically. Yeah, but three days is nothing. Yeah, sometimes you need like a little bit of a, a boost to make sure that you're not mm. overreacting. I, like three days, uh-uh. three days, Mm-mm. no, of PTO. Like Mm-mm. what? Now no. she thinks this is really a great company and she has a great future there and blah blah blah. And she really is going to love this job more so than any of the other positions she applied for. Then I might hang around. I definitely meet with the owner in two weeks if well, she's plus still you're there. still so new in this role. Like, oh yeah, I, you you wouldn't even have to put this on your resume. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. You just, mm-hmm. This is not even a blip on the radar for you. This is right. to me. I don't know. My perspective, I think the pandemic changed. I mean, obviously it did because of the great resignation, right? Like so many people yes. are quitting their jobs because they want better lives. And right. um, three days of PTO is uh-huh. not what I consider. Be- now, again, like if you're make- maybe you're making a million dollars a year, we don't know all the details about everything, other benefits that come with this, right? Like, are mm-hmm. you able to, oh, I don't know, like work from home or maybe, yeah, maybe your salary is massive. And so, I mean, I don't know. There's so many questions that we would have, but yeah. I can tell you. It's, I don't know, they probably don't want me talking about this, but whatever. Uh, it's one of the things that really irked me about coming to work here um, is that I, and this was a company-wide initiative, was that, so how radio works is obviously we get a salary, right? And then anytime that we endorse products, we get what they call a talent fee. And um, the talent fees were already kind of low when we came here, but it was one thing that I was really working towards uh, trying to get up a little bit higher because it just... I, I'm used to making more money and talent fees. Anytime you hear any of us, you know, it's the same with, you know, better help or anything like that. Right. Wherever we do like mm-hmm. a personal endorsement, typically mm-hmm. most, most people are, we're paid extra for that. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, all of a sudden late last year, now obviously, you know, we came in, this is what we agreed to. Yeah. Uh, they cut our talent fees in half, like yeah, literally 50% of like the talent fees, mm-hmm. like no discussion, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Like just, and like that really irked me. Now keep in mind, I'm under contract. There's nothing I can do about it because now where my contract is to say how much I'm supposed to get paid. Mm-mm. Um, so, but that, that it feels terrible. I know that's the only reason I bring that up. Cause I, I mean, it feels terrible. Yeah. It feels absolutely. so disrespectful. Like, yes, you don't like, that's where you're going to make the cuts. Like how much do they care about? About this person, yeah, at like this like, new job, yeah, like how only, much do you or value? any of their people? If they're only going to give them three to three days, and right year. now, man, I'm telling you, and it may uh-uh. not be this way forever because I think the economy's starting to turn a little bit. But yeah. places are, they, it's almost like it's it's the uh, employees' world right now, man. Mm-hmm. Um, it's there's a lot of people that are saying, "I'm tired. I'm tired mm-hmm. of." putting up with terrible work conditions. Yes. And I don't want to do this anymore. And right. I can tell you that I would think and I'll, you know, I'll post this question on the certified fans page and everything else, but I don't think most people would want to work for three, three days of PTO mm-hmm. unless I'm making $500,000 a year or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like a couple hundred yeah. thousand dollars. We're like, okay. Or if you're just some kind of super well, even so, I, I don't even know. I don't even know if the money would compensate, honestly. Don't no, no, nice get me wrong. If I'm making a million dollars a year, I want to take some time off. You can you can dock my salary, even a hundred thousand, I'll still be okay. Like, <laughs> you know, that's true. Trust me, I'll I'll make it work. That's perfectly fine. But if I'm not making <laughs> if I'm not making a million dollars a year, like no, 
no, no, no. I don't want to hear that uh, at all. No. I think it's probably going to be unanimous that this is a really bad work situation, but I would love to hear from other people. Um, yes. cause how much PTO are y'all given now? Like we were, we now have unlimited PTO, which right. feels a little scammy to me because <laughs> you don't really get unlimited PTO. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. You take, you take, I feel like if, you, if I take more than two weeks off, they're going to be like, well, you know, using a lot of PTO, like it's not unlimited, but, um, uh, I don't know what most people have, but three does not sound right to me. And I would three go day? look, no, I would go look somewhere else, but that's, you know, yes. that's us. If you want to hop in this conversation, how much PTO are you given? Does that make you feel sick to your stomach three days? Or is that, are you like, oh yeah, that's what we get too. And whatever. Mm-hmm. That's just normal for us. I don't know. Eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. 888-Kramer8. Okay, mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. A lot of y'all said that I need to finish the, um, uh, what was the, the semen, document, <laughs> semen documentary, <laughs> the, uh, the documentary about the, uh, fertility clinic. So I think I'm going to finish that one up, man. Y'all really, y'all got me kind of interested in this thing now. Uh, so thank you for that. Really appreciate it. If there's anything else interesting I need to watch, let me know. I'm actually, you know what sucks? I have to actually get on a teledoc visit again because I have this weird rash under my arm and I'm like, oh man, why? Uh, why is this happening? Uh, in case you don't know, I got a tick bite last week, about a week ago from today. And I just got a rash and I'm like, why? So I'm doing that. Hope you have a good night. I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, with that moment in Kramer history, okay? See ya! Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.